The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hi, everyone. This is Carla Swanigan. I'm filling in for Ginny Dean Schmidt today. She is off this week. Her son is graduating from high school. So we're super excited for her. So congratulations for that. And I'm excited about the show today. We're going to have a great show. Today on the show, we are going to have Kendall Parkhurst with Mops International. And I'm real excited to hear everything she's going to share with us about hope for moms and also MomCon. It's coming up, so Kendall, welcome to Channel Mom. Kyla, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. It's so nice to meet you, even if it's over the phone. <laughs> exactly. Um, I saw that the spring edition of Mops Magazine focuses on hope. And in the article, The Genesis of Hope, one mom describes her own hopeless moment on her dark highway when her marriage appeared to be falling apart. She writes about what she didn't, didn't need in her hopelessness, and I know that this could apply to a lot of other moms. And can you talk a little bit about what a mom needs when she's feeling hopeless? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, obviously what it looks like to feel hopeless as a mom can really run the gamut. Um, there can be a number of reasons one um, might feel hopeless. But I think in general, it starts with us just realizing that there's no really greater life transition, I believe, than when a woman becomes a mom. Sure. I mean, your life absolutely turns upside down in so many wonderful ways, uh, but in ways we didn't anticipate as well. Um, I know for myself, so much of those early months of becoming a mom was adjusting to the reality of being mom versus what I had pictured. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I didn't know what to picture, actually, but it certainly wasn't what it ended up being um, and having, you know, just difficulties with trying to learn how to nurse and all these other things. So I think just the real general idea that, um, you know, life changes and nothing prepares you for it. And I think within that, there is a slight disappointment, but we don't feel like we can admit it. Sure. And I don't know if you ever went through any of that yourself, but it's, it doesn't sound grateful when, for me, I know, I, I suffered three miscarriages before I finally had my first child, and I thought, wait a minute, this is the very baby I prayed for. Why do I feel so down and sometimes even resentful of this new life I have so isolated at home, so alone, and am I even allowed to say that? Right. So I think just from a base level, at least most moms can identify with that. And then, of course, beyond that are issues of postpartum depression and things like that. But I think, you know, really acknowledging that, yeah, this is a huge life change. And there is someone dependent on you 24 hours a day, and you don't really get the breaks you used to. And so I think just for us as moms as a starting place to feel permission to admit out loud that this is really hard and it's very isolating. And in that... We um, spend a lot of time in our heads. I know I do, and I don't get as much adult interaction. And so I think it's easy to just sort of start this downward spiral of thinking, 
this is my new life, and mm. this is the way it's always going to be. Yeah. And I think that's sort of a foundation of, um, of, of that just new life that we're living. And in this article, The Genesis of Hope, and, and in fact, this whole entire, um, you know, the, the spring edition of our uh, MOPS magazine dedicated to hope, that I really believe every mom needs something beyond herself. Because when we become moms, we realize how quickly we run out of the things we thought we had, like patience right. <laughs> and kindness and hope. And before we're moms, it wasn't tested in that way. And all of a sudden we're going, gosh, I'm really not that patient. Wow, I really lose it easily, don't I? And I think um, this is one time where you just finally start asking bigger questions, and that's a lot of what we address at MOPS is like, is there a source of hope outside of myself because if so I need to plug into that because I am running low most of the time and that's a lot of what Ashley talks about in her article the genesis of hope uh, as you mentioned you know she was feeling just at the end of hopelessness um, and her marriage failing and she uh, called a friend and it was a friend who allowed her to have a safe place and she just, you know, said everything she needed to say. Sometimes you just need someone who's just willing to be a place to listen. Yes, and she a safe place. Threw everything out there, right? Yeah. And what do we do as well-meaning women so often when a friend is down? We try to say, "Oh no, no, no! It's it's not like that. You're no, everything's okay. Come on, come on, come on." But this friend did something different. She said, "I know, I know. It does feel like everything's ruined. Everything's over." And she allowed her friend to just be in that space and I think that is so beautiful what she says too is before we can get to a place of hope we need permission to fully experience lamentation Mm -hmm. and I know that's not a word we use very often these days but lamentation which is the passionate expression of grief or sorrow it's weeping Mm -hmm. and we need to be able to sit there a little bit yeah I love that part yeah that part of the article where she's talking to her friend and she's experiencing all that and her friend just stands there with her and I think that's something that you mentioned earlier it's so important to have others you know to to stand with you and girlfriends that you feel safe with and that you can just be real with and transparent with and authentic about how you're feeling I think that's a really great point that you made well and if we if we don't have someone um it devalues what we're going through if people won't sit there and acknowledge it with us. And I kind of get this like illustration in my mind. I've thought about if you're down in a pit and your friend stands up on higher ground and just looks over the edge and just says, it's okay. Come on, come on up, come on up. That is very different than a friend getting down in the Mm. pit with you, living there with you long enough until we're ready. And they take us by the hand and they walk back out with us. That's so And good. I think that's what true empathy in a friendship is, is someone who's willing to go. The, the, your, your pain doesn't scare them. And they're willing to be inconvenienced. One of my favorite um, Ann Boskamp quotes that she says is um, that you love as well as you're willing to be inconvenienced. And I think so often this, the other side of hope is what we're talking about here is how do you be a friend to someone who's in a hopeless place? Right. And I think it's that. I know I get un- I want my friends to get better because it's starting to actually pull me down or I want them to get back to who I need them to be. Um, but if we're willing to be inconvenienced and go sit with them and not be afraid of the darkness they may be experiencing, mm-hmm. and a lot of times that's just showing up, don't you think? Yeah, that's so good. And I know it, like, is a bright light for them, you know, to have somebody come and do that. I know it's happened for me in my life. It sounds like it's happened for you. 
Um, I just, I don't think that you can ever underestimate the power of friendships, especially really good, like you said, girls that'll get down in the pit with you. You know, I think that's something that we all need, you know, especially as moms. So I wanted to ask you, Kendall, also, you know, what does it look like to let someone else hope for you in those moments that you can't, like, in a tangible way, like, when they get down in that pit, that's a great example. But, like, what if you really, if you're a friend of someone and you really feel like they're feeling hopeless, like you said, and you want to get down in that pit with them, what is something you can say that, that encourages them or lets them know that you see them, but you're not trying to, like you said, rush them out of their grief mm-hmm. or their sorrow? Mm-hmm. Well, I think first, just backing up, is um, not waiting to be invited over. Oh, that's good. If you know someone well enough, um, I know I've heard countless stories through the years at Mops where um, someone is so down, they can't even, it's not, they're not going to ask for someone to come over and be with them in the pit. Yeah. So I think um, for us as friends, it is just showing up uninvited. Um, and you know what? Sometimes that might not seem welcome at first, mm-hmm. but I think truly it's taking the risk to say, I'm going to show up for you. I'm going to come and not wait for you to call me over because I know that you're down in that pit and I'm coming there to get you. I'm not leaving you there anymore. So that's backing up. And I think once you're there, um, I think it's even less. We get so intimidated because we think, I don't know what to say. I'm going to say the wrong thing. And I think it's not trying to have answers. It's not trying to one-up them with your own story Mm. in an effort to encourage. It's just being there. I think um, so often when we look at conversation and the healing parts of conversation, it's truly presence and listening more than it is talking to them. So I find um, it's asking questions and just letting them answer because, and then, and then just sitting there in silence. But I think the encouraging word is just to say, I'm here Mm -hmm. and nothing you can say will um, change my love for you. Um, You're completely safe with me. And um, I think mostly though, like I said, I think it's presence more even than words. And I hope that is freeing to most people to hear and remember that uh, we don't. We probably won't have the right thing to say. And also, I think one of them is just not um, just watching some of the cliches we might use, mm-hmm. especially if you are a person of faith. Um, sometimes those aren't helpful, right. and we think they are. But just watching our language and not making assumptions, and um, you know, not just throwing words at them that we think are helpful when, in fact, um, they they basically shut someone down to say. Um, okay, your vulnerability isn't isn't actually welcome here um, because I need to try to move you back. And we've all, most of us have heard that kind of, um, that idea of pushing someone or, pull, you know, forcing someone, or, or no, there we go, rushing someone back to happiness. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, just a reminder that it's okay for a little while to let, let's just sit here and I'm going to sit with you. And if we need to talk, some people I have seen really need to go to worst case scenario and talk it through. Right. Oh, that's such and great advice. And if they can do that, you oh, know, and talk really it through good. with them, be like, okay, let's go there. Let's imagine what life would look like if your greatest fear or whatever it is you're dealing with did happen. And then we'll start, we'll turn around. We don't have to stay there. We'll turn around and we'll start walking back out together. Well, I love all of that. That's wonderful advice. And I want to ask you about, we've only got a few more minutes, and I would yeah. love to hear more about MomCon, the mom conference. It's hosted every yeah. year by moms. 
Yeah, well, thank you for asking. And I think if there's moms listening, it's something worth talking about. Um, I happen to be the uh, executive session producer, so I, I have a vested interest oh, in all awesome. that goes on. Yeah, so this happens, um, you know, it's an annual conference for us. It's in a different location every year with usually about over 3,003 to 3,500 um, women that come from all over the country and the world, in fact. This year is going to be in Kansas City. And it's uh, September 21st through 23rd, so it basically starts on a Thursday and ends late Saturday night with a lot of fun. And we have the most incredible lineup. And I just want to make it clear, you do not have to be a MOPS member. This is for any mom of preschooler. We also have kind of a spinoff of MOPS called Moms Next, which is for moms of school-age kids. So it really just speaks to the heart of a mom and a woman, and especially women in leadership as well. We have sort of uh, things dedicated to that. Our lineup, if you know any of these names, includes... um, author Mike Foster of People of the Second Chance. He is all about hope. Um, mm-hmm. Bob Goff, <laughs> which just watching him, well, you, you can't walk away not feeling a little more lifted. Yeah, and he's Bob awesome. Camp, yeah, and Voskamp, Mark Batterson. We have Amina Brown, um, our own president and CEO, Mandy Ariotto. Music, oh my gosh, uh, Matt Marr. And then I'm announcing something that actually hasn't really been announced, but I'll let you know here. Elevation Worship, which is out of North Carolina, one of the most amazing yeah. worship bands right They're now. They're fantastic. Aren't they? I mean, yes. I cannot get enough. Then we end with our own mom prom, but this year it's called Mom Stock, Free as a Bird, to go with our theme, Free Indeed. Uh, and we have a DJ, DJ Ope Diggy there. Um, and we have other things. I mean, there's a mom's night out that's planned where you get time out with your girlfriends. We've got amazing workshops. Um, but just that time with friends in a hotel room bonding, you know, eating out, it's just so much fun. So Kansas City, September 21st through 23rd, and you can register online at mops.org. You just click on MomCon. But we'd love to have people there and meet some new friends. It's like it's really like no other weekend you've ever been a part of. It's every single aspect of it is created for moms who need to get away and plug into a source of hope and kind of get refreshed. So if we're talking about hope today, there's nothing greater I can recommend than MomCon. Oh, it sounds fantastic. It's It would be a great place, like you said, for all of us to go as moms and get refreshed. Thank you so much, Kendall, yeah. for joining us today on Channel Mom and um, for all your great advice about hope and we're excited so thank you so much for being with us it was so nice talking with you you too Carla thanks for having me thank you have a great day okay and we'll be back in just a few moments a Christian camp located in Bailey, Colorado. Idra Haji is full of passionate, well-trained staff who want to support you in raising your children to become rooted in their faith. Since 1948, Idra Haji has provided fun-filled, life-changing camp experiences for kids aged 6 to 17. Don't miss out on your chance to sign up for one of Colorado's top Christian camps this summer. Register now at idrahaji.org. That's idrahaji.org. At Channel Mom, we love, coach, and encourage moms because, frankly, you're worth it. We 
know you work hard for your family, so we work hard for you. I'm thrilled to tell you about a new way we're going to boost your mom game and your life. We're taking our show live on 94.7 The Word on Fridays at 1 p.m. and giving real moms a voice on the radio and taking your calls. Plus, we'll be sharing our new programming at Channel Mom Coffees across the nation, where you can find fellowship, spiritual support, and help for the issues you face. Find out more at ChannelMom.com and at Channel Mom on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. You know, I have to confess, I have such a heart for moms who have a heart for their children to know God and to follow him and and to behave differently because they know him and follow him. So that is why I decided to go investigate what can make a difference for a child to come grow closer to God and, and camp is a big deal. So I, I went and got some, some moms and daughters that went to camp Idra Haji and I thought I'd ask them a question or two about what a difference it made. So we have Olivia and Sophie with us today. Olivia, the difference that camp Idra Haji made in your daughter's life. Can you just tell me what happened? So we have always been passionate about camp and camp experiences. I worked there as a young adult and Mm -hmm. also, um, we volunteer there and help out there. I grew up just down the street from there. And so I all along have seen the difference that it can make in kids' life. And it just makes kids realize what matters. In my adult life, I have seen many kids make decisions for Christ at camp. At camp. And, and, yeah. It's, it's that big. It's that dramatic. It's, it's a big deal. And so we knew all along that that was something that we wanted for our children. And so when, when we send them, everybody's a little nervous, I think, on both sides. But you see the, the counselors and how everybody is just so loving. And your kids come back different. They come like, back different. Yeah. So I think that's going to bring me to Sophie. What happened for you at Camp Ryder Haji? I accepted Jesus into my heart. Like literally you hadn't done it before you went to camp. Yes. And so how did that change your life? It changed my life because I saw what God can do through other people. And like my counselor was the main one who encouraged me to do that. And you are you a girl who feels more loved by God now? So it makes you able to love other people better? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and do you treat your mom and dad better than you used to? <laughs> Um, probably yes (laughs) well every parent wants to hear that okay olivia and sophie thanks so much for being with us today on channel mom thank you i do hope that you'll give camp idrahaji consideration because they're right near my house actually a gorgeous place and they do all kinds of fun stuff rock climbing and horseback riding and just such a good fun time but also getting to know god and i don't know what mama doesn't want their child to know god so camp idrahaji.org you can sign up for the summer camp season 2017 Okay, and welcome back. Jenny Dean Schmidt recorded that um, before she wasn't here today. I'm Carla Swanigan filling in for her. She is having her son graduate from high school today, and he is the valedictorian, so that is awesome. So congratulations to Jenny and her family. And like I said, I'm Carla Swanigan. I'm filling in for her today, and I'm excited about our next guest. She is our channel mom one amazing mom one of our winners that we partnered with lemongrass spa products to name and we're so excited to have her on the show and her name is linda twilliger linda are you there yes hi hi linda congratulations thank you and it says here that you are in coppers grove texas is that right Copper's Cove, Texas, yes, ma'am. That's awesome. Well, I'm going to read a little bit so everybody knows how awesome you are and why you were nominated and why you were chosen as one of our One Amazing Moms. Linda is a single mom to a 10-year-old son with special needs who struggles every day in her important role as a single mom. She serves as a role model to her son 
but giving herself all year and raising money for her Relay for Life team, John Wayne's Posse. John Wayne's Posse is in honor of her grandfather who died of cancer when Linda was a baby. She frequently donates her commissions from her Lemongrass Spa business to Relay and the American Cancer Society as she is passionate about assisting patients and families dealing with cancer. She recently donated her commission, her whole commission, to Avon 39, the Walk to End brand breast cancer and her passion to raise funds to find a cure is inspiring and she never stops so linda that is really amazing and i just want to congratulate you that's so exciting that you won what was your reaction when you when you'd been notified that you'd received the award um i was very um shocked and honored i completely surprised (laughs) so um i know that with lemongrass spa partnering with channel mom that you won a midnight orchid gift set from Lemongrass Spa, and Jenny Dean told me also from Channel Mom, you're winning a bling t-shirt and a parenting book, so that's awesome, so you'll be receiving those things, and you know, I just wanted to say, I think it's awesome what you're doing to raise money for cancer as well, you know, to find a cure for that. My own dad passed away. He had cancer, and um, it's such a terrible thing, and I just love hearing about anybody that cares about it, and that is raising money to do something to find a cure. So I just want to congratulate you in that. Thank you. It's um, very near and dear to my heart. My grandfather, I never got to know him. And when I started the team six years ago, it was because my brother got diagnosed with cancer. And praise God, he is a survivor. Good. (laughs) And um, two years ago, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And again, praise God, he's a survivor. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So you've dealt with it quite a bit. Yeah. And I started for my grandfather, and my team now relays for over 55 people. Oh, my gosh, girl. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Good for you. And being a single mom, I mean, that's enough right there to keep you full-time busy. And the fact that you have time to do these other things and raise money for a cure, I think, is just another reason that you were chosen as the winner. You know, can you give us some tips, you know, to all of our moms listening, you know, maybe about being a single mom and some of the things that have helped you the most? Um, God first. Sure. And I am super blessed. I have my parents that live a mile from me. We do family dinner once a week. Um, I'm not afraid to go and ask for help when I need help to make sure I get time for me if I'm struggling with an issue to seek the advice. You have to go and seek advice. Yeah, well, that's good. And it's so nice having family there to help you. That makes all the difference in the world, I'm sure. Yes. I couldn't do I mean, you take the village, um, and they're my village. I have a brother that lives with me, and my other brothers live within 30 minutes of us. It's, they're my rocks. Oh, that's fantastic. And what do you do as a mom, especially as a single mom? And I know this is probably really hard to find time, but how do you take care of you? Like, what's one thing that you do for yourself, Linda, just to kind of keep yourself refreshed and encouraged? I've learned to enjoy the times that he's visiting his father and plan time with my girlfriends, plan long, luxurious fat soaps, go to bed early. <laughs> Those are all awesome things. That's great. Take time to myself. (laughs) That's really good. 
Well, Linda, I just want to congratulate you again. That's so amazing. Do you know who nominated you? Um, I have a general idea after hearing the nomination. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know either. I, w I just am excited for you, and I think that she must really love you. She sees how you're leading so well and um, being such a great mom and also just an amazing woman. You're an amazing woman, and so I just congratulate you, and I honor you. That's fantastic. And what is your son's name? Eric. Eric. That's great. So you'll have to tell him that you won this award and you're one amazing mom. That's so great. Do you guys have big plans for Memorial Day weekend? Um, going to take some time to relax and make sure that um, we take a moment out to remember um, all of those that gave all of our country. That's right. Um, and we're a military family. I'm a vet. My dad's a vet. My brother's a vet. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I just want to thank you so much again, Linda. And congratulate you again for winning. And we want to thank Lemongrass Spa for partnering with us, with Channel Mom, with Jenny Dean for one amazing mom awards. And I just want to tell you to have a great day. And I also want to remind everyone else that Jenny's show will be live again next week. And Jenny will be back. And it will be on again tomorrow as well at 7 and 2. And also, I want to remind everyone that they can find me. My name is Carla Swanigan on the Internet at CarlaSwanigan.com. And thank you guys so much. And I look forward to hosting for Jenny again sometime in the future. And Jenny, if you're listening, I hope you're having a wonderful time with your son. And congratulations on his graduation and valedictorian. That's amazing. Have a great day, everybody. You're listening to Channel Mom on 94.7 FM, The Word. on Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.